Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. And uh, Sam, Jody and I finally finished the Janet Jackson documentary. Oh, oh it was so good. Which was How did the re- Super Bowl part turn out? Actually different than I expected. Yeah. What about you, Murph? Well, I, I mean, yeah, because, you know, she, she, and I think this actually made the press where she said, look, me and Justin get along fine. Yeah. Right. Everything's fine, meaning Timberlake. And, um, and it was interesting how, and I agree with so many people that, you know, say, it was overblown. Mm-hmm. Totally. It, you know, and, and again, it's easy to look back 20 years at something and say, you know, wait a second, it was overblown. But the comparison is today. Mm-hmm. Everything that's available now as quote unquote mainstream entertainment today is pushes the limits even more so than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm not saying it was okay for what it was. I'm just saying that what the documentary reveals that there are a lot of people that feel that that really did hurt her career. Big it time. did. It actually and, did. And it's a shame that it did because when you look at how hard she actually worked to get out from under the shadow of her father, be able to create and her, her brother, own, you know, and, and her brother, right. And the creative process um, that, you know, she, she, I, I just, and she, look, she did make a huge comeback three or four years ago, five mm-hmm. years ago in 2017 when she did the tour again and all mm-hmm. that. And look, she's still, there are records that are still unbroken that she has set mm-hmm. from the year. So, you know, obviously she's, she's, she's a, recovered. A success, the interesting but, yeah. thing to answer your Super Bowl question, though, is to me in the documentary, she says that a day after the Super Bowl that year, Justin called her and said, I feel like I should make a statement. It was obviously an accident and you're coming all everybody's coming down on you. I need to make a statement. And she said, Don't make a statement. She told him not to make a statement. So mm. he's taken a lot of heat over the years for not standing up for her. But, but she told him not to. And I thought that was huge. That was the big moment of the what did you hear that? Yeah. Because that's a big deal. She just didn't want to talk about it anymore. You know, she just wanted to watch it unfold, and it you was know, horrible. It's funny you say that because uh, in in this documentary airing and everything that's happened around it, no one's come forth and said, "Ah, okay, just what you just said." That's mm-hmm. the first I've heard of it. Really? Yeah. Mm. That he, she's the one who said, "No, nah, not." You just know why? Make it go away. There's too. There's so much everywhere. If this were, if we only, we've too much to choose from. We have sixteen different documentaries on one yeah. streaming service, and we have. 100 streaming services and no, not enough people have are even aware of the janet well, jackson documentary but it's like probably. everybody wants to keep the narrative the way it was what they believe as opposed to what you found out in the in the documentary that mm-hmm. no that wasn't the case well what uh or people don't care really, anymore maybe hopefully right, yeah well and i think that's what i was going to get at because it's interesting to me that a lot of these documentaries that are coming out now you see footage you've never seen before and yeah. you hear things that you've not heard before. And some of it's very, very personal stuff. But the common theme is that a lot of time has passed. Mm-hmm. In the case of like the Lucille Ball, you know, Desi Arnaz stuff that's about to come out this weekend, right? Yes. That bi- you know, there, th- this is biographical stuff from home recordings that we're going to hear. It's, it's probably, it's probably going to show you the challenging parts of their relationship and things that we know already. Mm. And I, I guess, you know, Lucy Arnaz, the, uh, you know, their daughter, is comfortable enough now to say, "Here's the story." Yeah, I, mean, I guess when again, time uh, enough. To, you know, you're talking about seventy plus years there. Yeah, right. enough time has to pass to be able to make sure that no one is feels personally violated by it or anything like right. that. You know, time heals things. Yeah, that's why you can talk about personal stuff that happened to you a long time ago more easily than when it's still fresh. Yeah.
Yeah, for sure. That's where the joke too soon comes from. Yeah, because it's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it is it that I, I don't know. That's I know that's a bit psychological, but I just I find that interesting. I loved this documentary though. The other thing is probably because when you when you're looking at a retrospect of somebody in pop culture who was important to you and aligned with you mm-hmm. in, in in that same time period. She was to because me. you know, a lot of these pop icons they're are going to be the hottest when you're in your teen years or in your college years or mm. even through your 20s. And and that's what Janet Jackson, you know, was at, at that time. So you have a connection. It's that pop culture yeah. connection to somebody that you feel you know, even though obviously you really you don't. don't. And even a biopic is not, I mean, not a biopic, but a biography itself is not going to it's show not, everything. It's, this yeah. is her telling you. Yeah. This is her telling you her story. And she agreed to be interviewed and... And when she got tired of certain questions, she'd go, okay, enough. Oh, And that's in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. You would like it, Sam. And it's in four parts. So if you get tired of it, you can take a break. It's on Hulu now? Yes. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's just called Janet Jackson, period, is what it's called. And the uh, other thing about, she's always been a soft-spoken person. Michael was, too. Really, the whole family is is very, you know, they were always very kind of soft-spoken. Except for dad. Except for Joe. Well, except for dad, yeah. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of that in there, too. Although, I mean, she credits her dad. I mean, she says that it's like she would never have what she has today if it weren't for her dad steering them. And she's grateful that all of them came out of it because she's afraid that they would have they could have lived a very different life in mm-hmm. poverty and never mm-hmm. come out from underneath what they you know what they were growing up in and so it's a mature uh, way to look at it yeah exactly and you know and, and achieved so many obstacles to you know to overcome through the years that she was growing up and um but she's soft spoken and it's really almost comforting to hear her talk mm-hmm. it's just it it makes it a great very comfortable documentary to watch and the other thing, and I think about our oldest daughter, Taylor, I think about Phoebe also with this, Jody. It's because we've watched Janet Jackson grow up through the years, even the footage from before I remember, you know, when she was performing with the Jackson 5. Um, That's all in there, too. It's her, so cute. Yeah. Her expressions on her face and the way that she speaks and her demeanor, you can, at 55 same. or 54, whatever she is today, exactly. It's the same as it was when she was a kid. And that oh, is, really? there's a sparkle in her eyes. There's a peace. There's a, just a, it's a, I don't know how to explain it other than I really enjoyed every single episode. That's why Jody was teasing me about wanting to. He was mesmerized. It, you know? We were, we were at the end of the third episode at night and it was late and you know, we have to get up early and all that. And I'm like, he's like, you want to watch a little more? I'm like, no. Are you crying? <laughs> I'm exhausted. We can watch tomorrow night. Yeah. But it's also, there are so many things that you didn't really know or see or think about when Michael Jackson was going through his first round of allegations in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And that happened right as, about, as she was about to get a major deal with Coke, Coca-Cola. And she and, didn't get it. And she didn't. Oh, and she didn't. had the Pepsi Because deal. of that. Right, exactly. And it's it, because of the... All of the press surrounding that, obviously, there were a lot of companies that wanted to distance themselves. And it's a shame because she was really just coming into her own. Rhythm Nation had just blown the doors off of everything. She had a huge tour. She couldn't have been hotter at that moment. And so the way that these challenges that you don't see that she had from the 90s forward are interesting and trying to get out of Michael's shadow in those early yeah, days. God, that had to be impossible. There's a little montage where they show how many different interviews. 
you know, she's every interview is about her until the end, and they ask about what's, Michael. What's Michael really like? Or what's it, it's it, kind of like when people yeah. interview Tina Turner, and it's they always ask about Ike, yeah. and she's so over that yeah. she does not want to talk about Ike. It's almost like Janet should have gone into the interviews going, "Please don't talk to me about. Please don't ask me about Michael." But she would have never done that. Yeah. She understands. Like the the thing about it is, she understands her advantages, and she understood her obstacles too. Mm-hmm. And she just really rolled well with them. It's a really good documentary. The reason I wanted to watch it so badly and I almost watched it without you is because she's one of these female artists that was empowering to me when I'm I'm telling you I'm not joking there have been times when I felt fragile or bad or whatever in a low point and I have used her I've turned her on I've said you know play control and I'll play the whole album and I feel better you know, you use music, whether yeah. you realize it, to help you through life. Definitely. And she's one of those. For me, sometimes it's the women especially. Sometimes Murphy gets tired of hearing me blast Lady Gaga at home. But sometimes I need some Gaga, yeah. you know, uh, at the end of a rough day. And so I, Janet Jackson was that to me when I was a young teenage girl in my room, mm-hmm. turning it up. Mm-hmm. You know, she meant a lot to me because I felt um, her power. That I makes would, sense. It's a I, female. Thing. I would say even if you didn't grow up with Janet Jackson, it would be inspiring to watch for that reason. Yeah. And uh, and and I didn't. It's. I, I was really glad to see the not the myth dispelled about her dad and the family, but I thought that that was very well mm-hmm. explained. Well, it's from they, her perspective, so because she loves her dad, so of course it's going to be that way. Yeah, and she didn't sugarcoat it though. Mm-hmm. I thought she was kind, but I think that she was honest about the fact that. He was very, very difficult. There are a lot of things that they didn't, I mean, they didn't get to have what they called a normal childhood. Yeah. They she know says it. she's grateful for that at the end. But understanding that part of it, and then the fact that she actually fired him as her manager when she was 20 years old, That's how do you brave. how do you find the strength, right, exactly, to be able to do that? And to me, that absolutely is the beginning of where you just see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her just come into her own and her confidence build because she took control of her own destiny. Mm-hmm. Control, that's the word. Yeah. Ladies, if you ever have a bad day and you're not feeling in control or focus and you don't feel powerful, play the song Control or the whole Rhythm Nation album. <laughs> that's all. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.